Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Congress temporarily avoids a government shutdown before the current continuing resolution expires later today. Both the House and Senate pass a two-week continuing resolution. It gives lawmakers until December 22nd to come up with a spending deal for the rest of fiscal 2018. The president is expected to sign this new CR. Congress delaying the threat of a government shutdown for now isn't making defense leaders feel any better. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. For the time being, lawmakers have not resolved any of the underlying issues behind the budget impasse, leaving the very real possibility that a shutdown could still happen later this month. If it does, DOD officials say it would closely resemble the one that happened in 2013. All military personnel would continue to work without pay, and an unknown number of civilians would be furloughed. In the meantime, officials say the continuing resolution funding the government for now stands as a barrier to key defense priorities and forces the department to waste money. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. A first-ever agency-wide audit at the Defense Department gets started. DOD Comptroller David Norquist says the DOD Office of Inspector General notified him the financial statement audit begins this month. It will cover everything from personnel to real property to supplies. 2,400 auditors will be needed for the task. The Trump administration asks the judge to delay the requirement that it start allowing transgender people to enlist in the military. A prior ruling ordered it to start allowing them to enlist January 1st, a ruling the government is now appealing. It's asking that same judge to delay her previous order while the appeal proceeds. Lawmakers seek assurances from VA about their new electronic health record. House Oversight and Government Reform Committee members pressed the Veterans Affairs Department on their approach to modernize VA's electronic health record. VA is planning on moving to the same EHR as DOD over the next 10 years at a cost of $10 billion. Congressman Wool Hurd wants VA to ensure the return on investment materializes after the agency spent a billion dollars since 2011 on failed EHR modernization attempts. VA is expected to award the EHR contract later this month. I'm Jason Miller. A new branch of the Homeland Security Department to fight back against the world's most dangerous weapons. DHS announces it's reorganizing to create the Countering Weapons of Mass Destruction Office. It will streamline DHS's efforts to prevent terrorists and other threat actors from using harmful agents such as chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear material and devices. James McDonnell, who was appointed by President Donald Trump in June of 2017 to serve as the director of the DHS Domestic Nuclear Detection Office, will lead the new office. The Transportation Security Administration may have bit off more than it can chew with its pre-check program. A DHS Inspector General report finds TSA did not properly staff or prepare its adjudication center, which manually processes about 26% of pre-check applicants. The IG says it will need to be more efficient to reach the goal of enrolling 25 million air travelers by the end of 2019. The Senate confirms two nominees with potentially big environmental policy impact. The Senate confirms two nominees with potentially big environmental policy impact. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Joseph Balish gets the nod as Assistant Interior Secretary for Land and Minerals Management. He's the former Natural Resources Commissioner in Alaska, where he sought to get 20,000 wildlife refuge acres back from the federal government. Susan Bodine is confirmed as EPA's Enforcement and Compliance Chief. Bodine was Chief Counsel of the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee and worked for EPA under President George W. Bush. I'm Tom Temin. The Senior Executives Association honors nearly 300 top federal career leaders with presidential rank awards. About 70 senior executives won distinguished rank awards and 230 earned distinguished rank awards from both 2016 and 2017. The executives make up a small percentage of the senior executive service. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal News 
Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.